You're listening to the Forest Hill Podcast. This episode is part of a bi-weekly series discussing families, parenting, and how you can continue to be the spiritual leader of your home. To watch our services live or find a campus nearest you, visit foresthill.org. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast, where we want to inspire parents to make faith in Jesus the priority in their lives. Thanks for joining us. My name is Todd Lesher, and I'm so glad you're listening in. Today, we've got a special episode for families. We've created an Easter story experience for you to listen with your kids to kind of embrace and experience the Easter story in a different way together. We really hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Kids at FHC Family Easter Story. We wanted to create a fun and meaningful way for you to experience the Easter story together as a family. As you listen to it, discuss a couple questions together. The questions are, what do we believe about God, and how does that belief influence the way we live? We really hope you enjoy it. boys and girls. I'm so excited that you are joining us for another fun time of discovery with Adventure Joe! I have just come from another adventure in the deepest parts of the jungle. I faced lions and snakes and floods that almost swept me right off my feet. I truly believe that I am the greatest adventurer and there is nothing else I need in my life but danger. And of course, more adventure. Let me tell you about the best part of my recent exploration while I unpack. It involved an ancient artifact that I... What's this? Huh. It looks like an ancient artifact, but how did this get into my bag? I certainly didn't discover this. On one side, there's a map, and on the other side, it looks like something is carved into it but it's pretty faded. It says, the great Easter treasure. What luck, I love treasure. I bet that map will lead me to the place where I can use the key and find out exactly what this treasure is. I just may finally be able to strike it rich. Can you imagine that? Let's travel together and find this treasure as we head out on a whole new trek called the Great Easter Adventure. Ooh, I finally made it. It looks like there's something behind these vines here. Whoa, look at that huge door. It looks very old and without the right key, there's no way anyone could open it. I wonder what great Easter treasure lies inside for us to uncover. Could it be gold or silver or maybe lots of giant precious stones? You know what? I bet this ancient artifact is the key to the secret place. Let's try it. Here goes nothing. Wow, this room is huge. 
It's so big, my voice echoes off the walls. Hello! It looks like there may be lights hanging up. Let me see if I can find a switch to turn them all on. Oops, definitely not over here. Watch your step. Whoa, what is this place? And what do all these machines do? I have never seen anything like this in all my adventures. Hey, check out this big old book on the table. But wait, I don't see any treasure. Someone else must have already taken it out. Oh no, I'm too late. You're not too late. The treasure is still here. Hey, who said that? Where are you? I know karate. <laughs> I'm over here. Give me one second to fix this crazy computer and I will be glad to help you find the treasure adventure, Joe. Who are you? What is this place? And... And hey, how do you know my name? Take it easy, Adventure Joe. My name is Professor Todd, and I'm the caretaker of the Exploratorium. The Explo- What's the Exploratorium? Look around. You're standing in it. Hey, I have traveled all over the world, and I know a thing or two about exploration, but I have never heard of this place. What is this place? And hey, while you're at it, can you tell me where the Great Easter Treasure is? Not so fast, not so fast. Let's start with what the Exploratorium is first. In this great room, we go on amazing adventures to bring God's Word alive for people to experience. We want them to discover how much God loves them and that He has a special plan for each one of us. As far as the key goes, I'm glad you found where I hid it for you. And yes, the treasure is still here waiting for you to find it. What? Wait a minute. You hid the key way out in the jungle for me to find? How did you... No, why would you do that? Let's take a deep breath now. It's because you were meant to find this treasure. It is something you need in your life. Like gold? Or silver? Or money? I can't wait to buy a cool sports car with it. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's none of that. The Great Easter Treasure is more valuable than any of those things. Let me ask you a question, Adventure Joe. Do you know what we really celebrate at Easter? Well, sure I do. It's about collecting Easter eggs and eating lots of marshmallow peeps, right? Personally, I love eating them up. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> I love candy too. Easter is much more than bunnies and Easter eggs. Let me ask you this. Do you know who Jesus is and that he wants to be a part of your life? I mean, I've heard that name before, but honestly, I'm just way too busy to know who Jesus is. Hey, I have great discoveries to find. Well, Joe, I think I have an adventure just for you. It's all about finding the true meaning of Easter. And even better than that, you're about to find out how much Jesus loves you and wants to be a part of your life. Are you ready to go on your next great adventure? I guess. But I don't really see how Jesus can be better than treasures of gold and silver. Trust me, you will. This will be the greatest adventure of your life. Come over here and help me open God's word and our journey will begin.
Where are we? Why are there so many people here? And what are they so excited about? Joe, come here. Look right behind you. You see that man? That's Jesus. He has been traveling all over the land. He is here to share the message of his Father and tell people that God not only loves them, but that he wants to be a part of their lives. It was during this time that people witnessed Jesus heal the sick and perform many miracles. So now, no matter where Jesus goes, crowds follow him wanting to hear his message. People were looking for a savior that would save them, and many people knew Jesus was the one true Messiah. Stay close. You wouldn't want to get lost amongst all these people. Wow! Jesus guy really loves the people, doesn't he? He does. And not just people in ancient times, but in present time too. All these people are here because they heard he was coming and they want to welcome him. In God's word from the book of John, in chapter 12, verses 12 through 15, it says the following. The next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This is a great celebration. Hey, give me one of those palm branches. <laughs> I wish I could say it was something that everyone was excited about, Joe. But there are very powerful people in the city that have it out for Jesus. You see those men over there by the synagogue in the robes? They don't believe that he is the Son of God sent here to save us. Wait, Jesus was sent here to save all of us? Save us from what? Now this is something I want to hear more about. What happened next? Hold your horses. Let's jump to the next part of our story and continue our adventure. Let's do it! Where are we now, Professor Todd? It's so dark, and it looks like we're in a garden? That's right. This is called the Garden of Gethsemane. Hey, there's Jesus! Hey, Jesus! <laughs> he can't hear you, Joe. As time travelers, we can see what's happening, but they can't see us. Oh, man, that's too bad. I'd really like to meet him. What is he doing right now, Professor Todd? Well, Jesus has come to this garden to pray because he knows the time is drawing near for him to leave this earth. You see, God loves us so much that he sent Jesus to save us from our sins. He knows that is the one thing that separates us from him forever. It is the only way to save us. But wait a minute. I don't understand. How is he going to save all of us? That is a great question, Joe. It's because of sin. Hey, watch out! Here come the soldiers. What's happening? They're about to take Jesus away to the high priest. That man over there, that's Judas, one of Jesus' followers and closest friends. And he betrayed Jesus by telling the high priest where they could find him so that they could arrest him. But wait, I thought the people loved Jesus. Why are they putting chains on him? Where are they taking him? We'll have to hop back into the time machine to see what happens next. Let's go. There are a lot of people out here. Quick, Joe, we need to slip into the gate before it closes. 
Oh man, we weren't fast enough. That's all right. We can see what happens right from here. And I know the story pretty well. I'll tell you what's going on. They're taking Jesus to the high priests because they don't believe he is the true son of God and they want to question him about it. They want to ask him if he is truly the son of God and he'll respond by saying the following from Luke chapter 22, verses 68 and 69. Jesus answered, if I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I ask you, you will not answer me. But from now on, the son of man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. I see the religious leaders up there. They all look pretty angry. Wait, where are they taking him now? To a man named Pilate, who is the Roman ruler in the city. See, he's right over there. Right now, Pilate is questioning Jesus, but he doesn't believe Jesus has done anything wrong. He knows that what they're accusing him of isn't true, but the religious leaders are so angry, they, they are screaming, crucify him, crucify him. They're so angry, they're demanding that Jesus be put to death. But he didn't do anything wrong. Hey, let him go. Why do they want him to die, Professor Todd? It makes me so angry to see what they're doing to Jesus. I know. You're right, Joe. Jesus hasn't done anything wrong. Not one single thing. But even though he is innocent, this is still all part of God's plan to save us from our sins. It is something that Jesus knew he had to do. And once again, even though Jesus had done nothing wrong, Pilate is turning Jesus over to be put to death. What? This is awful. Can't we do something, Professor Todd? Don't they realize how much Jesus loves them? No, they don't. Not yet, at least. Now Jesus is being turned over to the Roman guard. Do you hear that over there? Yeah, they're, they're making fun of him. And they're hurting him in horrible ways. I know. But we need to push through the crowd so we can see what happens next. Next, they are putting a crown of thorns that they're pressing onto his head. He's bleeding, Professor Todd. And the guards are spitting on him and laughing at Jesus. And now they're making him carry the cross he's going to be crucified on. No, there's no way he can't carry that alone. We have to help him. Joe, remember, we can see them, but they can't see us. We can't do anything? Joe, I just want you to look around for a minute. Do you recognize anybody? Many of the same people that had cheered for him days earlier and laid palm leaves down for him to walk on as he had entered the city, now they cheer for his death. How easily they allowed their hearts to be turned against him. We need to press forward. Come on. Do you see Jesus atop the hill? Yes, I do. They're holding him against the cross that he just carried. And hey, they have hammers and... You're right. The soldiers are crucifying Jesus by nailing him to that cross. This is horrible. Wait, do you see that? 
I, I think Jesus is saying something. He is. He's saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I just can't watch this anymore, Professor Todd. My heart is broken for Jesus. I know, but it's okay, Adventure Joe. Let me just tell you what happens next. After that, Jesus took his final breath and died on the cross. Then the moment that he died, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rock split, and the holy people who had died there were raised to life. I am so sad to hear and see all that Jesus has suffered through. I don't even know the right words to say to tell you how I feel, Professor Todd. I know how you feel too. I can't imagine how sad all the followers of Jesus must have felt watching what had happened to him. Many of them had believed he was the savior who was sent to rescue them, and now he was gone? What would they do? They wondered who would rescue them now. Well, later that night, a man named Joseph went to the Roman ruler Pilate and asked if he could take the body of Jesus down and bury him. Pilate granted his request, so Joseph and his friends took Jesus' body down and wrapped it in fine linens and then laid it in a large tomb. There they rolled a heavy stone in front of the cave and placed guards outside so that no one would bother the body of Jesus. Professor Todd, I have to admit I'm having a hard time with this story. I don't know how it applies to me. On top of that, I still don't know what this has to do with the great Easter treasure that I thought I was looking for. That's because I am not done with the story, Joe. Let's jump ahead three days in our time machine and you will see something amazing. Something unbelievable. In fact, you will witness a miracle. Wow! Where are we now, Professor Todd? I see some women that look very happy and really excited about something. One of them is saying that, that Jesus is not here? How could that happen? That's right. You see, on the third day, some women came to see the tomb that Jesus was buried in. When they got there, they saw the great stone had been moved aside and an angel was sitting on top of it. Can you believe that? The angel was there like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook. And the Bible says they became like dead people. Then the angel spoke saying, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus. He is not here. He has risen. Wait, what? Jesus rose from the dead? Yeah, he sure did. He was alive and well. And it's all because God had a plan to save us from our sins. He did not want those sins to separate us from him. To do that, he sent his one and only son to live a perfect life and die on the cross so that we can find forgiveness and be set free from our sins forever. God loves us so much and will never leave us. He wants to allow him to be the leader of our lives. Let's head back to the Exploratorium and we can talk more about that treasure you're looking for. Wow, sounds good to me. Let's go. Joe, now that you have heard the true story of Easter for yourself, I want you to know something. Jesus didn't go through all that he did, including dying on the cross, just for a few special people. He did it to save all of us including you, Adventure Joe. Me? 
That's right. God loves you and has a special plan just for you. All you have to do is pray and ask him to forgive your sins, acknowledge that you know he died on the cross to forgive you of those sins, and that you are willing to let him be the leader of your life. Once you make this promise, God tells us in his word that you will be welcome to a life in the kingdom of heaven forever. And this is what the truth of the great Easter treasure is all about, Joe. Jesus not only saved each of us, but he gives us a path to live forever in the kingdom of heaven. Wow! Now that is way better than gold or silver, Professor Todd. I want to know more about him and how he can be a part of my life. Will you help me? <laughs> I sure will, Joe. I can't wait to be a part of it. I also wanted to share one more thing that is a big part of our exploratorium here. What's that? Well, one way that we love to celebrate God is to worship him through song. How about I teach you some of our songs? All right, let's do this. I am so ready, Professor Todd. Hey, then maybe we can go out on another adventure in God's word. I want to go out and share God's story with people that don't know him yet. I want them to hear what I just learned today. Now that sounds like a plan. I'm 
Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the Kids at FHC Family Easter CD. We hope you enjoyed it. We created this CD for your family to share an engaging experience together, to listen together, sing together, and to have a conversation together about the Easter story and what it means in our lives. As it says in Ephesians 3.18, may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep His love is. And we actually are able to know how big his love is for us through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross and his victory over death. Jesus loves us so much that he died for us so we could be close to God forever. The more we understand what he has done for us, the more our love for him will grow and increase our love for one another. Kids at FHC hopes to inspire kids and families to make Jesus the priority of their lives. Thanks again for listening. We love having the opportunity of partnering with your family to shape the life and faith of your kids.